Hot Press Podcast presents all the way from the literary and musical town of Listowel in County Kerry, Backstage at Mike the Pies. A podcast presented by Megan O'Donoghue. You're listening to Backstage at Mike the Pies, the podcast with Megan O'Donoghue. On this podcast, we are joined with Col Flaherty. He comes from Clarny, he's a Kerry man, he's one of our own. He started off in music at a young age, but I asked him how he started off in the music industry. Um, I think it was actually, it was around this time of the year, I remember, because it was a Christmas film on, and uh, one of my favourite Christmas films is Jack Frost. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah. And um, there's a scene in it where uh, the dad turns into the snowman, but then he melts and dies. Or, and it was really sad because the child was trying to build the snowman again to basically bring his dad back to life. But there was a song in that scene I remember so well as if it was yesterday. It was um, Landslides by Fleetwood Mac. And the guitar pick and I heard in that song, I, I never heard it like that before. And that's basically why I started playing guitar, was that song. And that's I'm still doing it today. That's the yeah, reason why. That's the reason why. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Um, and so who kind of influences your songwriting? Um, do you know what a lot of the Irish I, I love Irish singer-songwriters Irish bands um, do you know I, I've I, I listen to most of them like, do you know I've met a lot of them over the years and they've always been influences to me the likes of Jack L Declan O'Rourke Damien Dempsey do you know all those kind of uh, kind of huge influences on a lot of people in Ireland and uh, they kind of paved the way for singer-songwriters in Ireland as well because they, they were only I suppose it's not it's not a, a recent phenomenon to, for singer song like the likes of Ed Sheeran kind of put it into into bigger audiences let's say but like there was always like the small Irish singer songwriters and they I was listening to them since I was a, since I was four or five years old so and they're this, kind of influencing my music and they're still there today they're still around today yeah well yeah not at the moment like, <laughs> I know they were somewhere unfortunately at home yeah um, can you recall your first time ever taken to the stage first time I do yeah yeah I was in uh, I was about 15 in my school in the Sem in Killarney and uh, there was like a, a sports day and I didn't really do sports nor did like a few music, musician friends of mine so we went to the teachers we were like can we put on a gig like because like there's no music in the school it wasn't, it wasn't even a subject at the time yeah. like, and everyone was out doing sports so they were like yeah look we'll give you the canteen let's do a gig and I didn't even realise that that was actually my first gig and so I didn't I, I was ever on stage before that so so that was my first gig. It was awful. Um, there's, there's like a, a, a CD of it somewhere, and I don't want to watch it ever again. So <laughs> it was terrible. We did loads of Muse songs. Muse, yeah. Like uh, putting the bar pretty high, like for the first gig, like. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. But that was my first one, which is like twelve years ago, maybe. Yeah. And you'll always have that memory. And but so were your teachers. They do. Yeah, I've yeah. met them since. Like, and and even some of them have said it to me, like, "Oh, do you remember your gigs in the canteen and stuff?" Like, so. Um, I don't, they probably don't remember being bad, but I do. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, I've learned a lot since that. So we've heard some of the sad stories that have come out because of COVID nineteen. How has COVID impacted you as a musician? Oh, hugely! Like, I mean, I I went from being like so busy, like you know, before March, like I was I was I do covers as well in bars and stuff. A lot of musicians are the same, like, and and do my own original gigs. And I was with Radio Kerry. You know, I was working for another place <laughs> arrival to this venue uh, work doing doing a lot of content for them online and all of that was taken away so like I was I, I was working seven days a week between you know 
work during the week and gigging at the weekend and doing the radio show at the weekend and then all of a sudden like come like the 17th of March like the day after Paddy's Day like everything was gone so it was a huge shock like because I wasn't expecting um, this virus to be as bad as it is or, or be around as long as it as has been like so um, I've kind of gotten used to it more recently like you know but at the start it was awful and um, I, I'm obviously not the only person that feels that every musician around the world has felt the exact same as me so yeah. uh, it's been tough like but there's light at the end of the tunnel at the moment you know with vaccines and hopefully till it's on 21 like by the time the summer comes around again we'll you know we'll be I'll be just as busy touch wood touch wood touch I've never wood. touched wood up here before <laughs> I'll touch it here though there's that much inside here now I don't know about wood <laughs> yeah I mean the work-life balance of a musician I mean juggling everything I mean you said that you're in radio hmm. between one, two, three. You you have things on the go. You know what you're yeah. doing next. Yeah. Just to come down with a slap and just do. Yeah, nothing. like I mean, there's a routine there, and like you get so used to it. Like you know, I'd have a lot of residencies, let's say, so I'd have the same gigs every weekend, and um, some bars like I've been playing in for years, like you know, and, and it's a, it is it is a shock, like, and I've met like owners of the bars I've played in and stuff, and they're like, God, we'd, like we'd have you back in the morning, like if we yeah. could, but it's just at the like at the moment, the places just can't because social distancing like and you know like it's hard to pay a musician to play for you and only have like 50 people in the bar you know it doesn't really make sense financially like so but i know that the time will come again soon we can do that
Because being part of both the music industry and the radio industry, do you think the radio industry could do more in Ireland to support musicians? Um, they, they, they like they can. Everyone, everyone says, especially when it comes to female artists and and you know, um, getting more female artists into the charts in Ireland, which is a huge problem at the moment. But they, they are working towards it. I mean, every radio station has a quota; they have to play. At the moment, it's thirty percent Irish music, and like, like there there's penalties if a radio station doesn't play thirty percent. So every station is playing that, but like it should be forty percent. I mean, even more. Like I mean, there's so there's so many incredible bands and artists around Ireland. I mean, if you look at the wall, even at the back here, Mike the yeah. the amount of posters from, and from different artists and bands all over Ireland, like the talent is unreal. Like, and and everyone will tell you that. Like, and kind of just before the covid uh, like everyone was saying like irish music is at its best at the moment it's never been this good there's never been so many uh, incredible artists and bands uh, out there so i think with the covid then it gave a lot of artists and bands time to to, to write and to kind of work on their music and i actually think next year you know we could see so many incredible brand new bands come out of this like and especially with the government incentives and the Department of Arts and Culture have given money towards doing this kind of stuff and recording EPs and albums that next year could it could be the best year in a, since you two since you two like yeah. there could be the next you two next year for all we know out, out of all this time that's being had but in terms of Irish radio like yeah of course they could play more Irish music and um most most radio presenters, especially national radio, they they love Irish music. Like, yeah. you know, they do things like tracks of the week, so they have guests on every week to do, like the two uh, FM studio, two sessions and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they definitely could make more of an effort. Yeah. Yeah. And say, I mean, you have thankfully, I mean, I mean, you deserve it, but you have a, a huge national airplay. I yeah. mean, would you have any advice for new and upcoming artists? Um. I suppose it's like I mean the first thing like pick your best song like and get get a second opinion on it like don't a song you could love like yourself like you know that could hold something special you know in your heart but in terms of radio play like I mean DJs are looking for like hits like you know they're looking for tunes that they, they can hear on the radio like, and that's what gets played on daytime on you know commercial radio um, so like pick pick the right song, get it recorded properly. You know, don't 
don't don't try to save money on recording. Um, I think that's the number one thing. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. can all, like, in 2020, we, we can all record at home now, you know, but there's software out there for one or 200 euro you can get that it's studio quality, like, but you need to, like, get the, get the right studio, get the right producer, yeah. and, like, Needs make contacts. Like, network. Yeah. Master it. Master for radio. For radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get something mastered for 60, 70 euro, you know, like, and, um, Get that, get a mastery. Network with, with radio presenters or with DJs and different people in the industry. And send your music to them, like, and don't, like, don't just send one email and, and, you know, continue sending emails to people, like, and follow up on them, and you know, like, but make sure the the email itself isn't like a couple of words with your song on it, like, you know, make it professional. Everything has to be professional looking and sounding. Yeah. And I think after. Do that, your like, research as well. That's do very research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, don't send a generic email to every presenter or every head of music. Like, um, put time into it. Like, you know, yeah. it'll work off in the long run. And how important to you as a musician is getting your music on radio? How important is radio along with other media platforms? I think um, it's in terms of like before social media, it's probably less important as it was, let's say, twenty years ago, or ten years, fifteen years ago. Because there was no other outlet for people to hear your music. Like now we have Facebook and YouTube and like um, TikTok is the new huge thing. Like there's been those are number ones just off the back of TikTok. Like yeah. that can like send your music to millions of people. Like but radio is still as important as it ever was. But like but with all these other platforms now, you know, they're all beneficial to an artist, like so um, but in terms of radio, like it is important, you know, it can open up um, doors and avenues to that weren't there before as well so back to the music <laughs> what do you love about being a musician in Ireland um, I love how close knit the community of musicians are in Ireland everyone is like it's very hard to meet someone that is a nice in terms of like an artist or you know a lot of people working in the industry crew and all that kind of stuff everyone is sound and everyone tries to support you everyone has your back do you know and it's the same when it comes to their music everyone it's a close knit community and um, everyone is just supportive and you know they can help you out in whatever way they can like so it's great it's really it's 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 something that you we're, we're lucky for the size of Ireland to have so many bands and artists that are so supportive like in, if, if the country was bigger that would be harder to achieve the fact that Ireland is the size it is with so much talent it, it's, it's brilliant and if you had the power to twist something in the music industry in Ireland, is there something that you would add your kind of flavour, spice to it? Um, I think it would be more venues like Mike the Pies. Like, Ireland is actually, in terms of venues this size and in terms of... It's very limited. Like, you know, there's there's this there's this in the store. There might be one in the smaller one in Dingle. You know, you have, like, different small venues, Coughlin's and Cork and a few different places. More venues like this to, to bring music, you know more around the country because there's counties in the country that don't have music like small little counties that you know don't have what Mike the Pie says here like so yeah. definitely you know if, if people kind of went out on a limb and opened up their own venue in different parts of the country like and bring bring the magic of music and the magic of people getting together listening and enjoying the experience you know to, to more places in the country yeah This is a song called Let You Go. Mm -hmm. 
it's late, but there's this thing playing in my mind. When everything I've ever said goes into rewind, I can't seem to let you go. I can't seem to let you go.
Cahill has supported some of Ireland's best musicians, including Monday, Aslan, the Riptide Movement, Paddy Casey, but to name a few. And all these acts have even graced the stage in Mike the Pies. I asked Cahill what his favourite performance was so far. I don't know. I think it, like I was asked to support Tears for Fears last January. Was it? Yeah, last January. Last January. And um, that was... That was insane because like the, like I, I have like spot like Spotify like and I I have like these eighties playlists. If I'm cooking like I put on this eighties yeah. playlist like it's great for cooking, <laughs> not just for cooking but like it's it's great like you can I enjoy it. Yeah. And um, everybody wants to rule the world came, came on like and I was like like this is like I I supported these guys like that like so every time I hear that song like I've. I get a, I get a bit excited, like because it's, it's a, for me that was a huge thing for me, and, and the crowd were so um, attentive, like because there's a big difference between me and my acoustic guitar and then like a rock band from the seventies and eighties. So, but it was lovely. It was a really nice experience. So I think that was way up there, one of my favorites. It's incredible though as well to have a performance like that supporting Tears for Fears yeah. in your band. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, and um, yeah, I, I won't forget that one for a long time. So ahead of your performance tonight in Mike the Pies, what do you look forward to? Um, I look forward to, although be it a different experience, people sitting at home and listening to me rather than being here. It would be great if they were here. Yeah. And it, it'll happen again soon someday. But, um, yeah, I'm sure I'm looking, they'd rather be in Mike the Pies. They'd rather right? be in Mike the Pies yeah. as everyone is. Like, <laughs> and um, I, I'm just looking forward to, to singing songs that I haven't sang in, in a while. And uh, hopefully I won't mess up anything. Been a while, so I don't know. My head is a bit cloudy when I don't do things constantly all the time. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to uh, to just getting back. It feels the exact same as it would if there was people here. There's you know full sound equipment, you know lights and everything. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And what's next for you? What's coming up? What's down the line? Um, I'm kind of in terms of like the singer songwriter kind of stuff. I'm taking a small little break from January on. I'm kind of focusing I've been working with a couple of friends of mine they live in Dublin and um, different musicians drummer, guitar player and things like that and I've been writing I've kind of spent the whole of lockdown writing but I'm kind of writing different music to what I would usually do on just acoustic guitar so um, so it's like a brand new band um, so I'm taking a small break in January we're going recording an EP at the start of next year we're going to re- release a couple of singles and see how that goes um, so that's very exciting because instead yeah. of me just kind of writing on my own now or you know recording on my own I'm, I'm with a couple of lads and we're all giving her you know advice and you know different things like that and it just sounds really it sound, and the music is fun like it's enjoyable yeah. and, um, you have the team support of the band you as do well. you have, yeah. you, you've, you've, you've more opinions than just your own as well when you're, when you're in studio and working with producers and things like that so and they're they're just as excited as I am so we're, we're looking forward to like we have our social media is all made with the name trademarked and everything so everything is there ready to go we're just waiting until we can actually um, record and then do gigs again next year yeah. in front of real people so and like the pies is number one on the list oh it'll be top of the top of the list yeah yeah <laughs> we'll be here in the morning if we could so Cahill I have to ask you 
if you could pick any venue at all in the world, where would you rather play? Oh, I'd rather be in Mikey Pies. So it's over now, I think we should go home I want you to know, you're not on your own People bring you down when you need them most You're so much better now than you ever know I can hear your heartbeat from a thousand miles I want you beside me Driving through the night When you're feeling lonely I will make it right I want you to hold me Just even for a while Stephen for a while. 
Thank you very, very much. We'll see you very soon, everybody. Thank you. Cheers. Backstage at Mike the Pies was produced and presented by Megan O'Donoghue for Hot Press Podcasts.